0: This is the Authentic Entrepreneur's Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I got to say. All right. Welcome, everybody, to 2020 New Year's special. My name is Stu Saunders. My name is Nick Foley. We are the Authentic Entrepreneurs, and this is one of my favorite songs in the whole world. It's by the band called... You 2 You 2 That's right, buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> I know
1: the band. I can read, too, but I also know the band. I know the song. I love this album.
0: Yeah. This is boy. But um, do you know uh, what the song is called? New Year's Day? Wait. <laughs> On oh, New Year's Day. You do know the song. It's um, a great it was. album, actually. There's a lot of great songs on that yeah. album. Yeah, U2's a good band. They're like, they're like the bands out there today that all the kids like, but they're good. <laughs> that's the difference. It's like Portia. She likes those, uh, like, Portia likes like the um, Hanson. Hanson. I think no, that's more that's of of my band. era. What's the What's the One Direction?
1: Are they even a band now? What's your favorite band?
0: She has some crazy band. I know a Porsche like Something like the the Barkin Dogs. Like nobody's heard except for her. And she goes to the concert. It's like underground. Is that what you do? You
1: go to those cool underground concerts? Like that I guarantee
0: like you have some cool concerts you go to. You probably go to cool bands. Name like one band that
1: you like that you like.
0: Recently, what's the most recent concert? In, like, wherever you went to see a band, like wherever. Like, what's the most recent band you went to go see? Port- Counterfeit. 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 Heard Never heard of it. Are they good? Yeah. Cool. Are they like, awesome. a reggae band? No, they're like hard rock. Are they? Cana- rock? Are
1: they a Canadian band? British. Right. Where'd nice. you see
0: them? England. Hard luck
1: in Toronto. Hard O-N-T-O. luck. To. Yeah.
0: Hard luck. The big bands don't yeah. come to Belleville. <laughs>
1: no, they, they Actually, you know what? They do. The Glorious Sons came to Belleville for a um, for a concert, not last summer, the summer before. And I think so, because, and so here's two why. Two years
0: ago, Harold. <laughs> two <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. But I think they came because. Um, well, I guess it tragically hip's from Kingston, though. Yeah, that's a good point. But the guy successful. that the guy that puts it on, he he um, he puts on these great concerts, and. He, they, so he's put on this concert there's a lot of like old bands that were like they were good at one point like Stone Temple Pilots came before um, uh, what's his name Scott Whelan died and so like so he, he, this band came Glorious Sons and they were amazing right but nobody really heard of them before and they were amazing like the show came and they were like opening for one of these bigger bands that were older and I think they were opening for like I can't even, I can't remember, but it was like Slash or somebody like that. That would like yeah. So they have one individual, not Guns Roses, but you can right. Slash. Flash. So this, they came, and I think they came, and then they got really big, and I think they came, I don't know why, they, like, but they came, and I, I don't know if it was as a favor, but they came back again for the next year, and it was the headline, and it was right. so sold out, and everybody was like, because they were doing like arenas, and then they came back to this little, not little, but there's only like 2,000 people, right? right? That's all you can fit in this venue, but anyway, it was cool. They went, and they had a great uh, great show. And then they got on a plane and, and opened for Madonna. No, I, I think yeah. they opened for you too. I want to say they in the European tour. I thought I, I thought it was like maybe, maybe they did. I don't know. You know, know the
0: uh, so we're we're closing a decade here. So we're closing the tens. Yeah, man. Um, and so which is kind of crazy. This is a ten years has gone by. Our second decade of two thousands. Um, and uh, recently released the top grossing uh, bands of this decade. Mm. Do you want to know? Who the top grossing band of this decade is? Sure, U two. I don't know, but number two is U two.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, number two is a top grossing band. Second, second top was it Taylor Swift. I think it was Taylor Swift was the top, top, biggest grossing act of twenty of these this decade. That makes sense. She made more than a billion dollars. Really? And U two made nine hundred and sixty million dollars. Yeah, they do well. Nine hundred and sixty million dollars, and. Like, they just don't have like they ha- they're old.
1: Mm-hmm. They're in their fifties now. These guys. Fifties. These guys are they're closer to their. No, 60s. they're in their fifties.
0: Bono's, in... Bono's fifty six or fifty seven.
1: Yeah, closer to their sixties.
0: But that's the fifties still. I'm not I'm making that up. No, I know. Being I in your fifties you includes fifty one. All right, let's find out. Let's Wikip-
1: you, you talk, and I'll bo- i Wikipedia Bono, and we'll tell you how old he is, so that I don't have to hear your rhetoric.
0: I don't think rhetoric's the right word.
1: Well, your assholeism. How's
0: that for a while? Wow, so part of 2020 is Nick's <laughs> going to drop swear words in every episode know of every. our podcast. Yeah, exactly. I won't Okay, um, how old's Bono? How old's Bono? Yeah. I said 57.
1: 57? I think he's in his 60s.
0: He's not his 60s. 59! Okay, well, he's still in his... Rit. 59. But he's still <laughs> in his 50s. Yeah,
1: you're right. But you're also wrong. Like, you're not, his, he's
0: not 56. I said 57, first off. And secondly, all I said was he was in his 50s. You got all angry about Bono. Why are you so mad, man? I don't know. Anyway, welcome to our New Year's Eve special I'm sorry. or our New Year's special. Oh, I um, how was your me. New Year's Eve?
1: It was great, man. Yeah, um, where were you this year? We stayed home. I was home. It was good. I was able to uh, just stay home with the uh, with my wife and kids, and had a great, quiet New Year's Eve. It was good. Stayed around bubble
0: Yeah, I was in. Uh, okay, let's be totally honest. We haven't had New Year's yet. It's uh, two weeks before New Year's Eve when we're recording this, so we're just like pretending that we were already doing our New Year's. I was. And we'll be in Costa Rica. Oh, wow. i uh, going to Good Costa Rica weird. for a week with my, my wife's whole family. So there will be 12 of us. Uh, wow, really? Ziplining through the jungles of Costa Rica. Picture that. Um, but, you know, here's... You don't
1: expect me as a zipliner. Do you zip line? Have you ever? I seen? had a
0: zipline on my property for eight years before I got rid of it.
1: Do you still zip, do, you, do you use it?
0: I used it a few times. Um, but know. anyway. Um, but I, I think it's a great segue into entrepreneurship, this year, what are you doing? What, uh, what am I doing? What are the lessons that we've learned that we want to move forward? What are our big goals, our big five? But I want to start off with a New Year's story for entrepreneurs all over the world. Okay. Can I share this story with sure, them? Sure, of course. Real quick? So I live in a small town called Grand Bend, Ontario. It's on Lake Huron, about two hours southwest of Toronto, uh, about an hour and a quarter uh, from here from our studio, hour and 20 on a bad day, hour and a quarter on a good day. Um, and we have this fella in Grand Bend and I'm gonna try and do this without telling any names or anything else But we have this fella in great t- in, in, in Grand Bend and uh, Grand Bend if you don't know is a, a little small um, Tourist town on Lake Huron. So in the winter time, we're about a thousand people in the summertime We will swell on weekends to 25 to 30,000 people on long weekends. It's a big huge beach There are restaurants and bars and it's a, it's a big nat- uh, provincial park Great little spot it's beautiful so spot. beautiful spot um, but this guy has recently bought up a lot of Grand Bend, a lot of the uh, kind of older bars, older buildings. He's bought them up and he wants to, as an entrepreneur, he has this money. I don't know where, to, where he gets his money from, but there's lots of debate about that. But uh, he's buying all these buildings up. And he decided this year he was going to go all in and create this thing called Grand Bend Intents for New Year's. And he had rented a tent that was at the Grey Cup, was at the Calgary Stampede, and was at the Super Bowl. And it's a, I think it was a, uh, these numbers might be off, but like a 50,000 plus square foot tent. And it was gonna be heated. He was gonna have 7,000 people in this tent. And he claimed it to be, so there's some lessons in here for entrepreneurs as you move forward in 2020. He claimed online it was gonna be the biggest thing ever done, nobody, he's talked to people in the industry, he said, and nobody has ever done anything this big ever for New Year's, ever. Now, all I'm going to say is, has he ever turned a television set on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve downtown New York. Uh, one million people go downtown.
1: Hogmanay in uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. It's the second biggest event in the world. Yeah, the, one, New the
0: one on Australia. They do by the big opera house yeah, there. There's exactly. 75 to 100,000 yeah. people there at that. So it was an exaggeration. Now, call me skeptical. Call me a 30-year veteran of running businesses and a 20-year veteran veteran of running large events. But I was pretty skeptical he was going to pull this thing off in Grand Ben, a small town. We have very little infrastructure. We don't have a lot of suppliers, people you can rent things from, no big ass restaurants that can cater things like this. So I was very skeptical. But bless Grand Ben's heart, everyone got excited, right? And as it rolled out, I started seeing things like he was offering buses, 260 plus buses, to come to this event and I'm like where are you going to park 260 plus buses at the racetrack which is where he was going to hold this thing and put this big tent up which is about five minutes from our kind of our core of our town and everyone's like Stu you're being negative you're being pessimistic I'm like yeah but like it's winter time it's a field like it's going to be muddy if it's not like really bad like how you can't plow it like buses will get stuck and, and he's like Stu you're being negative I was like okay I'm being negative and uh, it was $200 a ticket and the tent and then the tent started going up and pictures are on Facebook. The tent's going up, the frame was going up. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this tent's going to happen. Maybe, it's gonna, maybe I'm just being a pessimistic negative person, which I have been accused of before in entrepreneurship ideas. And that's just from, I think, just doing so much of my years. I, I, I see things perhaps on a more like, this may not work. It's rather than it will work. I don't know. Anyway, long story short, I'm already too long. The tent starts going up and then two weeks out, we're two and a half weeks out right now from New Year's. I drove by yesterday with my my wife, we're going to to uh to our one of our family early Christmas events, and the tent was still sitting with no no canvas on, no no covers, just a, just a <coughs> metal shell, and there was no porta potties or anything, right? Think, yeah. And I'm thinking, this is we're two and a half weeks out from this event. It's seven thousand people, quote unquote, the biggest event ever done. I've talked to industry people, people in the industry. He says, and it's never been done before. So. Have you seen the uh, documentary about Fire the Fire Festival? Festival? I have seen it. Yeah. Have you guys seen the Fire Festival documentary? Yeah. Watch it, Portia. It is Great. an hour and a half of valuable television. Everybody out there's two, is one on Amazon and one on Netflix. I haven't seen the Amazon one, but the Netflix one was more than enough for me to see oh, yeah, yeah. how crazy it was. Great. So basically, this was a disaster. The, the Fire Festival was an absolute disaster. So I started saying this guy yeah. was a big promoter, lots of talk, lots of hot air, lots of promises, and that didn't come together. It was a disaster.
1: Where's
0: the And so one of the things in that in that movie was one of the guys who was kind of more of a seasoned event planner said, we were like two weeks out, he says, and we had no porta-potties. And I'm like, there's going to be, I think it was going to be 10,000 people at this yeah. fire festival, or 30,000, 30, but yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was multiple thousands. Yeah. And he said there was no porta-potties. And I'm thinking to myself, like, where are people going to poop? <laughs> like, where are they going to go to the bathroom? Like, this is like basic, basic stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say basic shit. <laughs> but it really is. That's yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. And so I drive by with, with Jenny and I said, There's no porta potties. And I was thinking this the other day when I drove by. Like, this can't go well. And I'm thinking, this is not gonna go well. And she's like, Don't be negative. Like, it'd be great. I'm like, Yeah, it'd be great if it worked for Grand Bandit. And I would love to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But my spidey senses yeah, you got are it. tingling and I'm like, This is not gonna go well. We get there and our our, our mutual friends, uh, my friend Jeff, he says, Did you read about the Grand Ben freaking New Year's Eve party? I'm like, no, what? He goes, so he po- he reads this post. Guess what, Nick? Guess what? Guess what? What? We got to guess. That's part of the game. Guess what's happening to the two intents.
1: I'm guessing it didn't go
0: well. Well, it hasn't happened yet because it's not New Year's That's Eve. I've, mean. Already, I've already been honest about yeah. that part. Um, but it's been canceled. <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's
1: surprised. It's been canceled yeah, exactly. and
0: moved to London, Ontario to the fair complex and I don't know if it's actually. I won't know until after. We'll do a follow up on this. I'll let you know what goes, yeah. what happens. And everyone's angry.
1: Oh, I can imagine.
0: Right. So you have two schools on the on the internet, right? You got all people are angry. Like, how could you do this? You ripped us off. Like, I want money back. Others are like, good for you for trying. Way to go. You're yeah. super duper. Like, we support you. Like, that was fun. Way to. It was fun to think that we could do it. Like, you're <laughs> a dreamer. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. But this is. You, you put the cart. For the horse. Way in front of the horse, like the horse wasn't even born yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he had the cart like on the 401. Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm just like, this is the problem with entrepreneurs, and bless their souls for dreaming. I'm a dreamer. You're a dreamer. We yeah. dream. But here's the thing: like people who go out and say they're going to do this crazy shit with really no right to say they're going to do it. And it's great to dream. And I don't want to. I, I mean, if if he was doing it just with with good intent, then I'm an ass. Mm. But here's what I thought: like you asked people to pay you $200, you promised them ten bands mm. of like Our Lady Peace, uh, uh, Sam uh, Sam Roberts, um, the Good Lovelies, um, uh, Glass Tiger, Honeymoon mm. Suite, um, a couple other a couple other bands. And I'm like, I don't know if these bands are ever going to show up now, because they were coming for a 7,000-seat event. Yeah, exactly. And now there's maybe going to be a couple thousand at this event if anybody goes. Everyone's really angry. Yeah. But my, my, my challenge is when you go out online and you promise people the world, mm-hmm. if you really don't know what you're doing, like all, what he could have done, and, and part of it I've learned, like he, he said things like um, the, the, the tent company said it was going to cost $400,000 for electricity. Okay it wasn't was he building a power plant <laughs> no I run an event we had to pay extra for electricity for 2,000 for 3 days and it cost us 2,300 dollars extra for hydro for 2,500 for 3 days yeah. 400,000 yeah. dollars you're an idiot yeah, yeah. you could have built a brand he owns a bar in town you could have built a brand new bar for that mm-hmm. anyway so here's the thing where I see where I see entrepreneurs put the cart before the horse right and so people like promise uh, events, programs, systems, uh, online programs, uh, products, services that don't exist. They haven't done it. It's yeah. an idea, and they reach out and say, "This is what we're doing. Pay me money. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved." And and it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Or it doesn't work to their what they what they say is why not do something why not, why not start small yeah why not like test the waters. Mm-hmm. Rather than say I'm going to have a thousand people or ten thousand people or whatever, why not? Like that's the problem. Yeah, and that pisses me off because although I kudos for him for trying, it would have been cool, but it really was Fire Festival too.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and I don't think it's going to go well.
1: Well, I mean, I think that a lot of these things, and I don't know the story other than
0: I <laughs> just, just told you the you entire story. Me, that's
1: what I mean, but other than I don't know the backstory. So, whether you tell me this. Hear what he said there, Mikey? I said,
0: said, there, Mikey, I said go, I, I, go, "Well, I don't know the story." <laughs> I literally for five minutes just told him the story. I
1: meant to say I don't know his
0: story. So what I he mean, should say so is, I wasn't listening to your story. No, I listened to your gonna story. But I'm going to give you my two cents worth now.
1: I listened to your story. And I listened, it's not your story. To, it's your story to tell. Oh, I it's told it. Story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people have these, you know, big grandioses, like, I don't want to say schemes, but ideas, and they don't want to put the systems in place, right? And, you know, and like you, you've been around businesses, you've been around conferences, you've ran conferences for 30 years, you know you know what goes into them and it wasn't didn't hard it wasn't hard for you to see you know hey this may not go well and your prediction came true and now it's moved venues and if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't I don't, but I, I think that I a don't lot want, of I people be,
0: sorry, I, I don't want to be mean to the guy I no? just I, what I get frustrated with like you know we run Epic yeah and Epic's a big ask sure right we pay a lot of money to come it's to Epic it's an investment man it's a big sure. investment right they're paying between seven and $10,000 coming mm-hmm. Epic per ticket depending on when they bought it get your ticket Get your ticket. There's still some spaces left. Um, and it's also great, Mikey, to introduce our sponsor. The Authentic Entrepreneurs are brought to you by... Hey, it's Stu Saunders from the Epic Community and the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I just want to jump on here real quick and let you know that this May 2020, we're running the Epic Community event again. It was such a success last year and an incredible return ratio, 100%. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what those who were there. Listen to how they feel about it.
1: My brain and my heart are so full.
0: It has soul. And I think this is the start of something very special.
1: It's been real.
0: You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect.
1: You know that you're just around
0: like the most amazing humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great discussion. One might say, this is epic. That is just a sampling of what people thought about the Epic Community. So do yourself a favor, go to theepiccommunity.com, apply to be a member, and join us this May 24th to the 27th in Toronto, Ontario. Here, here's, my, here's, here's my thing. I did Epic only after working with high-income people for a decade. Yeah and I knew oh. that to put this thing on, I had to have a minimum number of people to do yeah. it. Um, I, should, I said that I'd get 100 people. We didn't get 100 people, we had 50 in the room. But I knew if I needed to get 20 people to just cover the base costs. Yeah, exactly. And I got that, no problem. Yeah. But I wouldn't have done it without having anything. Like, this guy has no history, yeah. and that's no the experience in running a large right? event, yeah. right? I don't know. You said that if
1: he, and you said he owns a bar, I mean, we don't know him, but like he said he owns a bar. He could have had it. like start the event at the bar. Like have have it there. He had a bar, he had
0: it at the bar last year. Yeah. yeah. And there was a couple hundred people there. It was a success. Successful event. And they went from 200 people in a bar to 7,000 in a tent.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that the the lesson here for entrepreneurs is the importance of of recognizing like you know, not taking, not necessarily taking, like it's good to have dreams, but not necessarily taking off or biting off more than you can chew if you don't have the process to back it up, right? Yeah. Like you said, like you ran Epic because you worked with high um, high achievers, like, you know, people who make a really, really significant income for, like for a high decade, income achievers. for a decade, mm-hmm. you know, that's 10 years of like, building you know, up relationships. Well, that's the thing. And Gary v-, 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 v always says, he's like, I, you know, I speak so much now because I didn't say anything for 15 years. I just listened and I paid attention and I, I don't know how exact years but you know what I'm saying like it was the same thing you just, you just built relationships you served you were out there mm-hmm. doing your thing taking note recognizing how you could do things differently what you would change what you would do better what have you It took you 10 years to put on an event of the stature and, and, and the expertise of what Epic became. But to do right? events like that to do big programs to
0: do big events to do big whatever you want to do you have to invest the time and yeah, effort dude, and exactly thought into doing yeah. it. Example for Epic. Two years before Epic, you were there. I took out a core group of people for dinner. Mm -hmm. At the Ritz. At the Ritz, I remember that. Downtown Toronto. Yep. And I bought everyone dinner and I posed the question what do you value most in life? Mm hmm you know, with this, with, with what you were, there was another event going on, they were all there, that's what we got together because we're, we were all there, well they were all there for an event and I got them together. And the number one thing they said was community.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Of good people, like-minded people. And so two years before I launched Epic, I took, what was it, about 14 people? Yeah. Out for dinner um, and I put that out there and I did the $4,000 in research because dinner was $4,000, mm-hmm. 4200 bucks. that was how much dinner cost. Yeah. Sorry, Mikey, um, but I had to do that. Take that risk in order to do to understand yeah. if, if that four. Because th- that four thousand dollar investment turned into a, an amazing program. Well, that's the thing, it. right? Yeah. But I had to do that. I had to like really. I had to. There's a great line um, I think that Todd Herman said in our in our in our uh, inter- in our interview coming out came out a couple weeks ago, and he said, "If if you want to play in big circles." If you want to be in the big circles, you got to play in the big circles. Yeah, exactly. Or you have to invest. You have to invest type of investment that people who do those things invest in. So, so I had to have that dinner. Mm -hmm. So this guy running this event, he had no right unless he was able to bring in like world class program slash event planners.
1: Yeah, put in the time and yeah, and like do the research. I Mm -hmm. found
0: out he hadn't even gotten approval from the fire department. He hadn't even told the Town Council, he was doing this thing. Yeah. He didn't have the infrastructure, the electricity. He had nothing in place. And that's not something you should say, well, good, you, good for you for trying. Mm-hmm. Well, no. How about bad on you for just trusting it, yeah. right? Without without any resume yeah. of success. Like with I, was Epic, I had 10 years of relationships I built up, 20 years of running events, Yeah, tw- t- uh, 15 years of attending high high. You know high uh, achieving or like high big money events for adults for adults i had seen this stuff i had i'd I'd been in these circles you had a a
1: conference (laughs) mba basically yeah
0: and not until i was ready yeah and felt confident in myself would i ask people to invest in something that i'm putting on without having that like that resume yeah
1: and even then, you probably had some, you know, reservations, right? Like going through the process. I know I was beside you for a lot of the process. Like even then, you're, you're second guessing. You're, you're thinking, oh, geez, because this is something that was outside of even your expertise in the sense of running events every, every year that you do. You were doing something different,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not very similar, but even something different. And then now, but you had to rely on your, your, uh, your experience. And what I
0: admire about you, Nick, <clears throat> is you did 20K sock Day last year. And you know you were you thought twenty k was a big number to ask. Yeah. You had no idea going into it, but you figured twenty k was a good it was it was, a, it, was a, it was a it was a it was a hefty goal. Right. And, and when you do Sock Day, here's the thing: had you gotten seventeen thousand socks, you would have maybe been a little disappointed because you wanted twenty. But still, you raised seventeen thousand socks right, yeah. for people. That's really yeah. amazing. And you're not asking anybody to invest money, time energy no. you're saying throw some socks into a bin exactly. or buy some socks and we'll donate them for you yeah. Wh- whatever it is so that was different right so you you had this lofty goal 20 but it hurt nobody yeah if you got 800 socks you were helping 800 people that's right yeah exactly so there was no downside yeah. to what yeah. you were doing right no yeah. risk but i love what you're doing this year cuz 20 20k sock day february 20th yeah uh 2020 Gosh.
1: No, it's 21st this year. Last year it was 2020. Okay, that'd be yeah. great. February 20th, 2020, 2020, 2020 20K it was sock day.
0: 20s. Yeah. So, 21st this year? Yeah, February 21st. Um, so, February 21st this year, 2020, 20K sock day. You got anybody 28,000 plus socks last year on a 20K sock day. You could have gone out and said, it's a 200,000K sock day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But, like, what if that? this looks. Looks like if you don't reach it, like that's stupid. I'd yeah. rather see you say twenty k saute what you're doing and get thirty eight thousand saute yeah, or thirty five thousand exactly. or forty thousand this year yeah. or twenty eight thousand socks again. Yeah. But you know, I think that what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for success. You're keeping one foot one foot on the air. You're dreaming over here, like I want more than twenty k, yeah. more than twenty eight k. But you have one foot in the ground, saying I'm also not going to be an arrogant, yeah, exactly say, delusional, yeah, exactly like person yeah. entrepreneur. Like that's the problem. I had a friend once who. Who ran an event, uh, and it it went horribly wrong. And when I challenged this person whether they should run the event, they got mad at me for being negative. And I'm like, no, I'm not being negative. I'm just like, I'm challenging you to be pragmatic. Yeah, to be pragmatic. Like you will not fail 20k sock day. You will get 20k again. Yeah, right. You're not going to go down. You're going to get 20k. Like I'm going to buy a couple hundred socks and blah blah blah. And we have enough friends and family and people who last year will do it, buy it again this year. They're going to want to top their goals from last year. Yeah, that's we're hoping. You're going to hit 20k, no problem. But had you went from twenty to one hundred k and then got fifty k, like, or got twenty, yeah, you would have felt bad. You would have felt For you sure. failed. Yeah. Would have taken momentum out of the program, that project. It. it would have taken wind up people's sales. Yeah, you know, and by sales, I don't mean like purchasing. I mean like a boat.
1: Yeah, no, and, and, I, and that's totally true. And it's one of those things where people would have been like, "Oh, well, we don't. We did all we could, and we like you weren't even close to your goal. So yeah. what's the point of even trying next year?" Right? right? Where we know that the number, the sweet spot is twenty k. I mean, it sounds easy. It's good—not easy, but it sounds. It's good to say twenty rolls out your twenty k sock yeah, day. Yeah, and makes you make, sense. you're making a
0: brand out of
1: it. <clears throat> exactly, and that's our and that's our big thing. I mean, we'll like probably, it's an event. Yeah, it's an event, and it's just kind of for us, it's it's synonymous. It's probably people recognize twenty k sock day more than they recognize a the people behind it, mm-hmm. and b the brand that we started it,
0: which right? is perfect because. Yeah. Because you don't want to become... 20K Sock Day doesn't want to be the Nick Foley Sock Day. No,
1: of course not. You don't want that. And that's the thing. What I love about it is when I get messages from people that, like, I'm in Saskatchewan in my hotel, and I get a message from a colleague of mine, of ours. uh, He was in Moncton, and the guy was talking about 20K Sock Day, and he was in the audience right? And it's like a picture of my business partner and one of our associates, it's their legs, like with socks on, and it says 20K sock day on it. And he snaps a picture and sends it to me Mm -hmm. and says, kind of cool when this is happening in my hometown of something that you started, you know? And I was like, thanks for sharing that, dude. You know, and it was kind of like, almost like I'm I'm sitting in my hotel room doing a little work before a speech and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's happening. I had no idea that was happening, (laughs) you know? And it was just kind of an event that was happening in New Brunswick at the time. So... Yeah, it's that's that's a point. I don't want people might, and the reason why I told you that story is because I don't want people to know, like, or care, I don't care for people to know that I started it. I want people to know that it's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty k, like you said, it's a standalone. It's like YLCC, right? It's probably uh, we've yeah, talked about it. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that it's Stu oh, Saunders. I love. I went that to an thing. event
0: this year, uh, and a kid told me about YLCC.
1: Yeah, exactly right. You're just kind of. I was so like, great. that
0: place sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Exactly. So yeah. or, and one, no why wasn't well. someone told me about global global. The global summit and said, Have you heard of this thing? Yeah. That's so what they global. asked me. And I was like, no, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> um but the thing about it is, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you have you have very few chances to screw up while mm-hmm. building your brand or building yeah. your your brand could be personal or business or product or service. So this guy runs this event, right? And he also says he's going to run this thing called Elysium, and it's going to be the biggest. (laughs) He says, of course, it's going to be the biggest music festival in history. Right in Grand Bend, we only have, I think, fifty-two hotel rooms in Grand Bend. (laughs) Not hotels, (laughs) like total between three hotels. Yeah, Um, we have no big brand hotels. They're all like little hotels, like people, mom and pop shops. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have? Do you think? What do you think? If if you had were sold. This too intense. Ten bands, seven thousand people, epic party uh, for New Year's Eve, and it all went to shit and it failed. And then he came out a month later and said, "Now I'm running the same thing at the same place for ten thousand people for this." Would you be more or less willing to buy into that?
1: be less. I, there's no, I wouldn't be going.
0: There's right. no chance. What would you say?
1: No. <coughs> Simple. No. I'd just be like, "No, I'm not going," and because I. If I bought the ticket for New Year's, I'd be thinking I bought into this last year and it didn't and it come into fruition. Was, exactly. It wasn't what you promised. If it
0: happens at all, it's not what you promised. No, exactly. And then secondly, even if you were like totally negative, you'd be saying, "I'll wait till you do it." Yeah. And then maybe I'll buy in the year. after I'll circle that. back in next year. Yeah. yeah so. Right. And then if everyone says that, then no one goes. Yeah. Then you're in shit. But you only have one or two chances. To screw up your reputation. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And people can dislike you and people dislike me and that's fine. I don't care. Uh, well, actually, I do care. But, I mean, everyone cares. I think people say they don't care. If people don't like them, it's, it's BS. Like, yeah. I, when people like, there's, people don't like you, coming out of jealousy or that comes out of you didn't follow through with what you're yeah. going to do. Yeah, And, I mean, so this guy's screwed. hmm Right? He's he's going to have to work four times harder. Yeah. On everything he does now. Yeah, to get people to buy to into, buy into something. it. Yeah, for sure. Right? Exactly. And I think if I had one big goal for 2020 for me, I and mean, now we kind of got off that, my tangent, but it's a really valuable topic. Yeah, for sure. And I think we were actually going to do we were actually going to do an entire
1: yeah.
0: episode on this, but this is now the episode on it. Yeah. Um, I think for 2020, I think grounded in reality. Yeah. So one foot on the ground and one foot off the ground. I like that, yeah. But like grounded in reality. Yeah. Like I want, I mean... Even with Epic, like a lot of friends, I, people I know said, "I'll let Stu do it once, see how it goes, and if it's successful, I'll sign up next year." Yeah, exactly. Here we and are. you know, we talked this morning. Epic, we didn't have the numbers, but what do you what do you think it was? Oh, it was, was, that, was anybody like no, disappointed? No, one
1: person. I don't. I don't know one person that walked away from that event and didn't think it was. World worth class. every investment? No, absolutely not. It was it was phenomenal. People loved it. And the Faculty was amazing. The food, food was, was amazing. Out of the world. Yeah, the everything was taken and care the four of. Four seasons was gorgeous. Yeah, everybody was taken care of, and they loved it. And that's why you're having the success you're having for the numbers already. Four for Four times. Next year. Four times the amount. Yeah, you were talking about the metrics of yeah. last one. So you're you're four times ahead of where you were last year.
0: So I think for me, my big 2020 thing is, and and think we'll re, we'll circle back and do another episode. We'll do part two of our New Year special. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, that's what we'll do. We'll do a part two over New Year's special. Um, but I think the lesson I learned from this too intense program, from the fire festival, I mean, if he doesn't refund people's money, if he doesn't, he can go to jail for that. Yep. He'll work twice. Have to work at least twice. I think four times as hard to do anything else ever again. And people are just rolling their eyes now if he says, "I'm, I'm going to do this," be are like, mm, "Are you
1: at our expense?" Don't think yeah, so. And
0: yeah, and I mean, he had a great event last year at his at his bar. People loved it. He just could have done that again. Yeah, right. And I don't know. Like, I just think that, um, and I feel bad for the guy in some respects because you know, it takes dreamers to to, to make sure, change, hopefully right? Like, yeah, exactly. and and with no one was ever. I mean, good for him. I I just I wish he had asked somebody who ran events to help him. Yeah, exactly. His bartender was his co planner yeah, yeah it could be tough and this guy made his money in, uh, we we don't know where he made his money maybe it's bitcoin or something but he just it was it we were, he did make his money in event planning yeah yeah so anyway okay. um i think we're going to circle back next week
1: yeah good good valuable insight on that one and to, to to make sure that you have a grounded approach but it's good to dream but have a grounded approach and and circle back on your experience right yeah that's so you know from this
0: that's a lesson i think that's a good lesson for everyone there like if you want to plan an event you want to run something new in 2020 like it's okay to start small.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's okay to start small and build. Yeah. Right? Like, we'll have 65 people, I'm hoping, yeah. at Epic this year. Okay. Plus faculty, will yeah. be about 80 people in the room, right? Sure. Plus staff, about 83 people, 84 people in the room. And my goal was always to have no more than 99 people in the room. No, less than, always less than 100. Yeah. And so, but it's, it's okay. There's nothing. Don't, like, people say things like, just get a 1,000. Let's, yeah. get let's get two thousand. get five hundred. Yeah. But like, what if you started with like, you're doing a program this 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 year where you're gonna do uh, an online program?
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping to do like build a little bit of an online community and and just but I'm just giving it for three months and kind of and for free. And yeah. So what's that again? For how much? So it's for free.
0: Uh, sorry, I just can you was yeah. that including taxes?
1: Yeah, including taxes and everything uh, is going to be free.
0: Free. And is there shipping and handling?
1: Uh, Yeah, but that's going to be free. Free too. Yeah, so it's all free. Free. Everything's free, man. And here's So how much money do we make off that? Zero dollars.
0: Or will the investment allow you to test something you want to do?
1: And that's where we're going. So the investment with it is for me, like, you know, we've talked about this, is that I want to do the program because I've actually pre-tested it in my community on Instagram and Facebook before when I put out messages, hey, I'm doing this, who wants you know that the was super informative. I was just like, just,
0: yeah. just Originally, I was just, just throwing an idea. Yeah, like exactly. In mid thought, probably.
1: Exactly in mid thought. In then, mid mid chat. Exactly. Like, I'll do this. So I did that, and then what happened is that we got a dozen responses. So I'm like, "Let's see if I do it again." Mm-hmm. Next time we got like you know a dozen, fifteen responses, and the last time I did it, we ended up getting twenty responses. So I was like, "Okay." So and what I was throwing out was just saying, "Hey, I, I, I have these um, these thought process, these these protocols that I do, and I'm going to offer you these PDFs, and just send me your email." And then I'll send it to you for free. And so now I have like all together, I have like 25, 26 emails of different people. So my thought was, as like starting in April, I'm going to start this program where um, it's just going to be talking about, you know, your everyday consistency and, and the cadence and building everyday resilience. And I've done four or five workshops on it already. I, I implement it, as you know, in my life every day. and um, And so I'm going to put it out there for three months for free and see how it goes. And just to, and, and anything that everything uh, they're going to be videos, they're going to be raw videos, and I'm just going to take my phone and, and do it. We talked it about in. the
0: fact that you're going to ask for feedback.
1: Yeah, and that's what. It, and then at the end of it, I'm going to give them a, a like a just a one or two or three question survey of on SurveyMonkey or by myself or whatever, and just say, hey, do you have some feedback? and i just want the feedback and some insight and then either i'll decide how to do with it from then or just continue to build that community the best that i can but it's like that whole process is offering it for free because i I look at the long term right Mm -hmm. i'm looking at the long term you know benefits of something like this would be will be able to tell me if if i have the capacity to do a program like this or if i have the capacity to be like hey i'm gonna do a live event where it's just gonna be me in a room and there's gonna be 10 of you and that's it and it's gonna be you know Half-day workshop or a full-day workshop. I don't know. I just know that I'm going to put it out there, and it's going to be free because I want the feedback, and I just want to know how I can. And then build you that. build out from there. Exactly. Rather
0: than you going online and saying you can do my program for five hundred bucks. Yeah. And da da Like, well, what's it like? What's the what's the history? What's exactly. your what's your success rate? Yeah, what's your da da da? Well, just trust me. It's five hundred bucks and yeah. great. Yeah, great. Or just trust me. We're going to have this seven thousand tri- yeah. people tent. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like,
1: you got to go. You got to look at that because you
0: have one. You know what they say: it takes 30 years to build up a, a reputation, and yeah. 30 seconds to destroy it.
1: Exactly. So that's my hope: is just to kind of do it. And so and like you've built a brand based on your reputation yeah. and things like that. But I know we've we've had a lot to say this this uh, this first.
0: Yeah. First and part. Uh, we're gonna do another episode, um, and uh, we'll talk more about our New Year's plans yeah. for yeah, the for New sure year. But that was a great talk. So, yeah, so uh, you know, until we talk next time, don't forget uh, to subscribe to like. To, to enjoy, to share, and always, always keep being authentic. being authentic. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, keep being authentic.